Blog Talk Radio. In my helmet, cleats, and shoulder pads Standing in the huddle Listening to the call Fans going crazy for the boys of fall Hey everybody, welcome to the fifth quarter with Coach Johnson I'm your host Dave Johnson Glad you're with me tonight We have some good women's football to talk about I have a couple guests on the show tonight, uh, Caitlin Cox from the Tri-City Thunder and Tiani Jones from the Washington Prodigy. They were the week one players of the week in the USWFL. Um, So next week we will have week two uh, winners on the show as well. So... uh, we're going. We're running like a week behind on that, so we know who it is. We announce um, every Monday at six uh, six o'clock, six thirty, uh, after the coaches, the owners have voted. We announce those winners. So we'll be running a, a week or so behind with those. But I want to get every uh, all the players on here and get a chance to talk to them. Uh, let them represent them, their teams. Uh, Talk about their great performances throughout the week, um, weekend. Um, you know, just the preparation that it takes to, um, you know, to be a standout player uh, every every week. You know, so so far we've got uh, two different winners from offense and two different winners from defense, and uh, it. You know, I, I think it's a good thing for these girls, for these ladies however you want to say it, to be able to, uh, you know, give them a little something to uh, be proud of. I know it's a team sport, but sometimes, you know, uh, there's only uh, a great performance maybe by a player or two on some teams that may be the highlight of, of some of these teams' year. So, you know, that being said, we want to give them their dues. And, uh, it most certainly is a great honor, as far as I'm concerned, for these girls to be named uh, these players of the week by other coaches and uh, owners in the league. So that being said, you know we're uh, we're proud to have these girls on the show to uh, talk talk with them, to, you know, talk a little bit about their performances. And I know that some of these, you know, these teams have played several games since the first uh, first weekend, uh, but we just haven't had the opportunity to have them on here yet, so it's going to be uh, uh, great to, to start this, uh, something I uh, wanted to do, you know, just for these players. I know some of these players don't like to talk, especially Caitlin. She plays on our team. She's a real humble person. 
she don't like to be in the spotlight, but she she finds her way there. She's a a really good player, has been for us for several years. So uh, it's great to see her uh, win this award. And uh, I, I was awful proud of her. We didn't have a lot to be proud of in that game, but uh, she certainly had a great performance. And the same can be said from Tiani Jones. I did watch that game as well, and they had a uh, they they won the game, of course, and she had a great performance also. So I'm uh, I'm proud to have these girls on here tonight, and each and every night, so that we have have people on. It, it's exciting. So uh, with that being said, so Caitlin called, uh, gives us a call uh, last week. We had. Uh, See, we had the Prodigy, Washington Prodigy going to the Queens. Uh, they won. The uh, North Florida Pumas traveled to Houston, and Houston won that game in overtime. I think the score was 12-6. to That's two games for the Pumas to go to overtime, two out of three. They've won one and lost one. Um, and then uh, we had the Capital City Savages travel to the Tri-Cities Thunder, and uh, we we won that game. So uh, the Division Two standings look like this. Uh, Washington Prodigy is 3-0. and North Florida Pumas are 2-1. and And the Houston Heat are 1-1. Uh, Division Three uh, is the Tri-Cities Thunder 2-1. Uh, Fayetteville Pierce 1-1. Hampton Roads, Lady Gators are are uh, one and one. Um, Capital City Savages are one and two. Uh, Detroit Pride is zero and one. Tennessee Diamondbacks are zero and one. And Carolina Queens are zero and two. Uh, so anything can happen, folks. And it, there's each week is a different week. Each. Each game, you know, what I tell my girls is is a tough game. You're back against the wall all year long. Uh, We messed around and uh, give a game away, I feel, the first game. So we we have no room for error, and our backs are against the wall. And I'm sure every other team in the league thinks the same as me. I'm sure they do. So, and I don't blame them. I would be as well. So, this week, we have uh, Tri-City Thunder has a bye. The Washington Prodigy has a bye. Um, North Florida Pumas, I believe, have a bye. And the Carolina Queens, I believe, have a bye. So we have Houston Heat going to Clarksville to play the Tennessee Diamondbacks. We have uh, Capital City Savages traveling to Detroit to play the Detroit Pride. We have the Fayetteville Fierce traveling to uh, Norfolk, Virginia to play the Hampton Roads Lady Gators. I'm actually going to that game. Uh, and I vow to every week we have a bye week, I'm going to try to go to a different uh, stadium and, and watch some of these teams play. I won't be able to get to all of them, but I'm going to get to three of them. So uh, this Saturday I'm for sure going to the – Unless something happens, I'm going to the Hampton Roads Lady Gators game where they're going to be hosting the Fayetteville Fierce. Uh, that kickoff is at 4 o'clock, I believe. And uh, I'm going to that game, I think May the 5th, 
one to Charlotte, to uh, West Carolina Queens, and North Florida Puma. And uh, then I think next thing may be Memorial Day weekend there. Somebody plays. Not sure. Uh, that would probably be the last buy I get uh, an opportunity to go go see somebody play. Um, want to support these teams that are in the USWFL as much as I possibly can. I know um, all the years that we've been in it, I heard you know several times that uh, people that owned it and ran it, I'm gonna be there, I'm gonna be there, I'm gonna be there, and they never showed up. And, uh, I'm going to do everything in my power to make it to three different stadiums to watch these teams play. Uh, like I said, this week I'm going to that game. Um, so I, I like to do what I say I'm going to do. I know a lot of people, um, you know, with a lot of the things that I say or do, but that's one thing you can say about me. And I, I'm going to do what I say I'm going to do, like it or not. So uh, that's. Uh, I want to go to as many of these games and support these teams as I can uh, for being in the league. And I know that, uh, you know, it may be pity Danny to some people, you know, not no big deal, but uh, I just feel like, it, you know, any time that, that we got an opportunity to go support these teams as the league owners, uh, we need to do that. So that's what we're going to do. I wish I had a chance to get get around to all these teams, uh, to the different stadiums, to watch them play. But unfortunately, uh, things are right now I won't, won't get to. So, um, But I'm looking forward, really looking forward to the game this week, just to be able to go and, and watch a game, have anything at stake, and don't have to worry about having everybody there and making sure the stadium's ready and the refs are ready. And, um, you know, people don't realize, I'm telling you, people just don't realize what it takes. You know, I I sort of uh, questioned when I found out that the Capital City Savages had three general managers. Hell, I, I understand now. So I've understood before, but you know they're doing all the work and setting up all this and lining things up. It takes a lot of help, people, to to pull off this stuff. And that, you know, that's one thing I get on here and harp about is wanting to help women's football in every kind of way. And and it it takes just as much to put on a football game if ten people show up as it does if a thousand. 10,000 show up. There's no difference. Uh, you know, it, it, it takes the same, and it takes a lot of help. You know, I can't say enough about the, the help and support that we've had from some of the girls that play on our team's parents, just some people that I've known for years to come and help, some people that Jennifer have known for several years that come and help. Uh, some of the players, um, uh, parents or dads or whatever, some of the players, husbands, wives, whatever you want to call it, they help us a lot along the way. I mean, I can't say enough about all this help that we get, you know, because as as it stands, there's just, you know, we're not we're not getting the stands full, so you can't afford to uh, pay all these people like, you know, at a high school game. There's people 
begging to come and help. And, and I, like I said, I'm not going to get on it again, but I don't understand it. But those games are were great games. I mean, it's like the game we just played was on the live feed video. The video guy live streamed the game, and I believe we're up over 700-some viewers now. And the uh, first game that we uh, had live streamed, I believe, is up over 14 or 1,500. Um, you know, I, I, I appreciate those people watching, but, you know, we need to get them in the stands. So I want to I wanna get these girls in front of a big crowd. And, uh, you know, I mean, the people that were there were sure into the game this weekend, and I appreciate them coming. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, I want I want to get these girls in front of a big crowd where people appreciate, you know, the effort they're putting out and, and uh, what they're doing and what they go through to be able to play women's football. Um, you know, it's just like one of the general managers for the Capital City Savages, April Crap, I was talking to her after the game. She hit the nail on the head. She said, you know what, we're, we're swimming in an uphill battle. Uh, upstream to in women's football to begin with, and she's exactly right. We are, you know, and that, that's what I, me and her were talking about. Is hey, when the game, when when you're out there warming up and the game starts until that final horn blows, it's a game. We we got our teams and all that, and I get. I'm a sore loser, people. I'll be the first to tell you. I hate to lose. I hate to lose. I hate to lose more than I like to win. And that's a bad thing. But at the end of the day, we're all in it together. I, I promise you. In this sport right here, where we're trying to grow this thing, where we're trying to help the sport of women's football out, we're all in it together. And if we all can't get along or we all can't help one another in every way we can, then at some point it, it's just going to fade away, I promise you. There's just not enough people coming along that that are just dying to, to get involved to, to help it out. So we have to help one another. And, you know, we stood out there and had a, a long conversation with me and her did and, and our players and their players. And, um, sure, they, they hated to lose. I mean, I hated to lose our first game. You know, and especially the fashion we lost, we had a, a decent lead, and I think we give that game away. You know, and I hate it. I mean, it still bites me today. But you know what? It happens. It just it happens in any sport. You know, and we got to learn from it. And I hope we have learned from it. We're still making a lot of mistakes, as well as a lot of these other teams. I just want to get better each week, and I'm sure we to get better each week. Um, and I want to be able to help my girls as much as I can, and then I want to be able to help these other teams as much as I can. Um, I don't just get on here and talk about uh, the one league. I talk about all the all the leagues, you know. Um, and most people don't do that, you know. Most most people that that are into women football, they're they're one sided. They're one way. That's uh, way I, what I call them, uh, one way. And uh, it's about their league, and that's about it. And I'm going to tell you, there's, there's good teams in every single league, I promise you. I promise you that. There's just as many, not as many good teams 
in in our league as they are in the WFA or probably the IWFL. But there is <coughs> excuse me, but there is good teams in in all the leagues. So um, we we definitely uh, need to support them all as much as we can. I wish like crazy that I could go to Atlanta this weekend to watch uh, the Dallas League play the Atlanta Phoenix, and I really wanted to go that game. I had Coach on here last week from Dallas talking to him about it, but, you know, I, I just can't. I, I have to go um, support the teams in, in our league, and, and as much as I wanted to go that game, I just can't. Uh, so I uh, wish I could, and I hope they have a good game. All right, I believe we got Caitlin Fox on here. How about it, Caitlin? You there? I'm here, Coach. What's up? Hey, what's going on? Just hanging out. I hear you. Hey, uh, thanks for coming on tonight. I know, I know you're like junior. This ain't your one of your things, but um, I, you know, it's just one of them deals. I want to recognize all you girls that that. Uh, win this award and, and come on here and, and give you an opportunity to talk about, you know, what it means to you to put on a, uh, a have a great game like you did and, and stand out in it. Thanks for having me. So, now, how, tell, I know how many, but how many people listening don't know, how many years have you been playing? Four years. All right. In four years, now how much is how much is this game of of women's football changed in the four years that you've been playing? Um, I think it's changed quite a bit. Uh, more people are hearing about it and interested. Um, I feel like we have a little more people in the stands than we used to. Um. We get news coverage, radio shows. Um, I think it's improved a lot. Right. Well, the main one of the main things I see is the competition's improved. I mean, you know, the first year we had a team, um, they're they're just, uh, the team the team that beat us. Uh, they were pretty good back then, but they ain't nothing like the teams we've been playing uh, the last couple of years. Yeah, um, I agree. The competition has definitely got better. Um, it's good to see that. I think it's just going to keep improving. Yeah, the more the more people get involved and the more athletes are, are getting involved and, and people know about it, you know, a guy told me, he said, you know, Dave, years ago, he said they'd just go down here to the bar and they'd find some tough old girls and half of them wouldn't have teeth or whatever, and they'd run them out there, and they'd just tougher than everybody else, and they'd win a few games. And, and he told me this five years ago. He said, and now, he said, they're starting to get athletes out here, and those days are over. And uh, he's exactly right. I mean, you look at some of these teams that uh, have athletes, you know, like you on. I mean, there's several teams that have uh, girls just like yourself on. I think the main thing is that we need to find a way to reach the uh, younger generations and get the word out 
um, and get them involved, uh, get them to games to see what we're about, maybe do some uh, camps with them. Um, and that'll help with the future of our sport. Yeah, I think you're right. I, I know um, I know a lot of us, and, and you may not even know as well, but Utah, uh, they have a uh, young... Hey, Caitlin, Coach Johnson just fell off. He should be calling in shortly. So while we're waiting for Coach Johnson to call in, so tell us about your, your play that you won the Offensive Player of the Week. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Um, I had... Four touchdowns, I believe. One of them was in overtime. Um, I mean, I just yeah. I couldn't do it. Okay. Um, uh, okay, Coach Johnson. Coach Johnson's back. I'll, I was just asking Caitlin how she went ahead okay. and got Offensive Player of the Week. Sorry about that. I dropped you there, Caitlin. Um, but, okay. you know, back uh, out in Utah, they, they've got like a – uh, young youth league. You remember the Samantha? I think it was Sam girl, the Sam girl they would kept showing during the NFL uh, Super Bowl or something. Um, yeah, I've like, a little bit about she, that. Right. Remember we was talking about you look, her looking like a smaller version of you when she played. Yeah. And uh, back back then and now, I think you know she's probably in middle school and uh, she's. She's putting on a, a big show out there, from what I hear, and and these teams are are you know they're they're building these these girls through through these schools and stuff like that, and that's what that's what I wish we could do around here. It just I just wish we could get support from from the community, not just us in general, but you know all these communities like out there in Utah. I wish we could get that kind of support. Um, I think a good start is what we're doing for our next game, trying to get um, some youth leagues to come out from any sport, really. But I really hope to um, specifically reach out to young girls' teams and um, get them to see what we're about, and hopefully, you know, maybe they'll want to play when they come of age. Yeah, you know, just like you've inspired uh Nevaeh, Mindy's youngest girl, you know, wanting to play, and and um, that and that's great, you know, and that's what I was talking to Mindy about it, and uh, hey, getting her started now, even though she's going to have to play with the boys for a while, and that's not going to hurt her at all. Um, you know, girls at that age are just as athletic and fast as most of the boys, and. Uh, right. You know, then once she gets a little older, uh, maybe maybe we'll have a. Um, at least a team or two close by that they could play on, um, you know, where, where it would really help uh, grow the sport. You know, I don't – I've never been to a Utah Falcons game, but I know this. They they sell out every home game they have out there. They It's a mm-hmm. sellout crowd. Um. To me, one of go ahead. To me, one of the uh, best parts of playing is um, what you mentioned about uh, Mindy's daughter. Um, 
the best part of playing to me is just inspiring the young girls to play. And uh, when she told me that her daughter looked up to me, it just really meant a lot to me. And it's something to think about, you know, when I'm out there and, you know, I'm hurting and aching all over and the game isn't even over yet. Something like that just gives me a little bit of motivation to keep pushing. Yeah, just look at Cassandra's daughter, you know, Angelica, just, uh, um, you know, what she thinks of you and, and, you know, she looks up to you as a a role model when uh, Kristen plays and, you know, for for her to be family and and you to be their favorite player, uh, man, I you know, honestly, that that says a lot. I know you're the kind of person that's humble, and, and like I say, most of these people don't know you and and all. And stats and stuff really don't mean anything to you. But you know when and these girls and you know what's funny is Angelica and Nevaeh they don't even know what stats are. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They just like yeah. the kind of person you are, the kind of role model you are, and and what you stand for. Yeah, and that that just really means a lot to me. And um, I should take this moment to, uh, first of all, say thank you to all the representatives that voted for me. And most importantly, I really appreciate my teammates um, always being there for me and having my back. And I couldn't score without them. If the QB didn't get me the ball, if the rest of the people didn't, block for me, I couldn't score, so I, I can't do it without them, so I appreciate all my teammates. Yeah, football is the ultimate team sport, and um, you know, we, that's one thing that drives me crazy is, is a lot of times you hear so much of I, I, me, me, and, and everybody you know, wants to be the, the status and just, just straight up wants to be the status of, of Caitlin Cox or, or Mindy. You know, I, Mindy won the defensive player of the week for for week two, you know, and just look how much better she's gotten since she joined joined our team and uh, the work ethic. And, and certain people, you know, every player, and you know as well as anybody, you've played sports for years and years and years. Every player – is not a superstar, and it doesn't matter who the superstars are. It takes. I've seen teams with all superstars on it that couldn't get it done because there's not enough hard workers that are willing to get the loose balls and to go in there and to get the rebounds and do all the garbage work, as I call it. So everybody has a role to play, and you know I look at it like, hey, you let somebody that can handle running the ball and knows what to do with it. You let them do their job, you do your job, and we're all going to be successful for that. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, the linemen, linemen do just as much work, if not more, and they don't get any of the credit, uh, which I also want to give my linemen a shout-out for this past game. They did really well. They had a couple of tough practices um to get them in shape and uh to help them do better for this game but they uh pushed through it and they performed really well this past game and were the main reason that we got the win this past week 
Yeah, we're definitely um, headed in the right direction there. We're we're getting better. We haven't played a complete game yet, but we're we're definitely getting better. And it's like I was telling some JC before I come on tonight. She said I could hear. She watched our live stream game this past weekend. She said I could hear you hollering on the and uh, on the field. I said yeah. It, after our, after we give that game away, I feel. Um, they, I mean, they beat us. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to take nothing away from them, but I feel like we had the lead. We we should have won that game, and we did. Um, and I said after that game, it hasn't been. It wasn't good for them. You know, they. I thought that uh, certain uh, areas that we played terrible, and and uh, we went to work on it. It's like I told you. You know, I said, hey, things are going to change one way or another. And, you know, I meant we we have to do that. And, and then, I, you know what, it's nothing personal. You know, we just what you said, it's a team effort. And no matter how good you are or, or all the rest of them are, it takes all the players on the team uh, to win football games. We definitely gave that first game away. I'd love to get that one back. But, um we just have to take that loss and use it as motivation for the rest of the season. And uh, so far we have in the previous two games, the, the two games following that first loss. Yeah, we definitely, you know, it's one of them uh, scenarios that uh, unfortunately in women's football, I mean, I guess if everybody had 50 or 60 players, you can play a 16-game, you know, season. But when most teams uh, don't have but 25 or less, you can't play uh, that many games. So, unfortunately, you only get to play seven or eight games before the playoffs start. And every single game, man, is is very important, you know. So, you lose one and uh, you want to try to to be up in the standing for the playoffs and maybe um, not have to uh, travel or or play the toughest opponent. Uh, so, you know, you lose a game or so, and your back's against the wall uh, the rest of the year, and that's sort of sort of where we're at. Yeah, I, wish, I definitely wish we could play more, but we're stretched so thin right now with players that um, eight is uh, plenty enough. But um, that that just means that each game, though, is uh, means that much more. And yeah. Right. Well, I don't know if, if everybody out there um, listening knew, but I'm gonna I'm gonna read your stats here from from week one. You had you scored all four touchdowns. You kicked the one extra point that we had. Um, you had 121 yard rushing, two touchdowns, 157 yards receiving with two touchdowns. 30-yard punt return, uh, and you had 300 yards of total offense. Um, that, I mean, hell, I've seen, you know, girls that that's the whole year stat for right there that you compiled in one bank, you know. So um, that the the worst part about it was, and I know you being the kind of person that you are, you would trade all that for that win. And that's the unfortunate part is you had a great game and the, and the rest of us uh, didn't hold up to our end. 
Absolutely. I would definitely trade that to have a win instead. But, uh, again, I just have to uh, thank my teammates because I wouldn't do as well without them. And um, I know those stats sound pretty spectacular, but if you look at the stats from our previous game from this past Saturday, we had girls that put up really good numbers too. So I'm not the only one on my team that's able to score. We have several other threats. Yeah, they was uh they was one person that sorta got under my skin. Um of course they've sort of recanted the statement. They didn't mean it that way, but they they voted for you because you were all we had. You know, and and I get you. You're a great player, and I never take nothing away from you. But I always tell you, I take offense to that, and I really took offense to the statement. Um, you know, I I feel like that the last two games that we proved that you're not all we got. You're you. We got you. Plus, we have other girls to put along with you uh, that we can win in in different ways. Than, than just you uh, compiling 300 yards. Yeah, we definitely um, have other threats. We've got really good running backs. We've got other really good receivers. Our quarterback is awesome. Um, yeah, I take some offense to that too because we've definitely we've got other threats on this team. It's not just me. Yeah, well, I, I really did. It this sort of hit me, and I and I was, and I was uh, you know, proud that you know from another team, and and uh, that they voted voted for you. But you know, I just I felt like that that kind of statement was un uncalled for and unjustified. And um, you know, who knows? Maybe sometime down the road we'll we'll get the uh, chance to prove that. Uh, we're not just uh, just got you. That we've got other players, and you know, too, is it was the first game. I mean, we got girls on our team that have never even played before, and and they're starting, you know, or just played when they were in elementary school, or played for other teams for two or three years that they never taught them anything. So, you know it. As much as I hate to say it, I mean, we're we're uh, learning as we go. You know, the bad part is that we don't have time to learn as we go. Uh, we have to get better every single day and every single week, and uh, we don't have a choice. Yeah, I think you made a really good point. You know, we've got rookies. We've got um, girls that have came to our team from other teams, and they didn't teach them anything, so they're – you know, starting over from scratch. and um, But we're doing pretty well with what we have. Um, I'd definitely like to have a chance to prove ourselves since people don't believe in us. But uh, one thing about our team is that we're not scared. We're not scared of anybody. No, that's, you know, I, I talked to uh, Michael a lot about this. And, you know, and he, he says, man, I was, you know, people just don't, don't respect us. And I, I feel like, and I talked to Jennifer and Dee the other day about this, when you look at all these other teams and then you look at ours, I mean, it's just, I mean, they look like when you see them, 
I mean, everybody liked the savages. Everybody picked the savages to be. That's fine. I like being the underdog, by the way. Don't get me wrong. So I hope all you haters out there just keep hating. Um, I love being the underdog. So, um, but you look at them, and you look at their running back. I mean, she crawled down like a piece of metal and can fly, you know. Uh, besides you, we don't have anybody that can match up to her kind of speed. And you look at us, and it's just like we're a bunch of uh, corn-fed country girls for the most part, you know. And and somehow we we go out there and and uh, pull off a few wins, you know, against all these look like track stars and and real good draw-down athletes. And um, I just think that we've learned how to, uh, you know, learn how to win and learn how to. Uh, play the way we need to uh, because it don't matter how many athletes you got on the field. If every single one of them, just like we said, don't do their job. But the best statement that, that came to me was after the game when I was over there talking to the Savages GM and their coach. And he said, man, he said, you don't know how hard and how long it took us to work and prepare um, for this game this week. And he said, now I understand uh, why y'all are previous champions. And you know what? I, I really uh, appreciated those statements because I, I feel like that nobody um, really gives us a chance, you know, as, as a team. And I, I really did appreciate those words. I don't mind at all being the underdogs. Um gives you – a little bit more of a motivation, and we have to work harder. That's that's all that means. But uh, we definitely proved ourselves in the past, and I think we uh, will continue to do so. Um, when you line us up across from the other team, the team always, almost always looks bigger than us, especially this past week. But um, we usually find a way to win. Yeah, I mean, I... I... It's just one of them kind of deals that, um, you know, you can't, and that's another thing, you can't judge by by the size of people. I judge by the size of their heart and by the size of their gumption. And, you know, when when these girls uh, are backed against the wall and, and I'm standing there spitting fire at them and, and uh, you know, they – they dug deeper. That that's what means something. That's when when you know that you, you can win games because none of them walked away, none of them quit, none of them uh, didn't try to point the blame or, or pass it on. Uh, they took it and they realized it and, uh, and they decided to get better from it. So that's you know to me that that is the um, a way that a good team does is, is you get better. You know, we could have did things in that first game to I mean, we left so many opportunities out there. I feel like we've left a lot of opportunities in every game. But, you know, we're we're a work in progress and I and I feel that everybody else besides maybe the prodigy are as well, you know, they seem to be like a well oiled machine just clicking on all cylinders. Um so I, I feel like that, you know, if we keep getting better, that uh, we'll we'll have a shot at the end to uh, see what we can do. Yeah, we definitely have a lot of heart. Um, it definitely showed last year um, with us winning the national championship. Um, 
we were really tested last year and we lost to Fayetteville and we came back stronger than ever. Uh, this year, losing that first game um, tested us a little bit and so far we've responded well to it. But um, we've got a lot of heart. We've got people that really want to win and um, I think we're I think we're going to do just fine this season. Yeah, I think going to, you know, playing a couple of WFA teams and some scrimmages early and, and you know, winning them pretty easily, um, I think, you know, got some of these girls a little over uh, confident, and and I believe that's what happened last year. You know, we won the first two games, and, and everybody thought, oh, man, we're just going to walk right through um, all this, and, and uh, we go to – Fayetteville, and we sort of uh, that year, and we go sort of underhanded, and uh, we go over there and, and don't take care of the ball, and you know, before you know it, we're down a couple scores, and and we lose the game, you know, and it was just like, wow, everybody's gonna, you know, I can't believe it, and I can't believe it, and you know, it's not the end of the world, you know. I'd much rather lose the first game with the last one, trust me, and. These girls have to know that each game is that important, that it's not going to be easy. I'm telling you, there's no easy games in the USWFL this year. No games at all. So, um, there is, I mean, it's it's going to be tough straight across the board. So, um, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to the opportunity. Well, Caitlin, I appreciate you coming on here tonight, taking the time. I know um, – this ain't your wheelhouse, but uh, people need to hear from, from girls that uh, win these awards and how humble they are and the hard work you put in. So I really appreciate you coming on here. Thanks for having me. Yes, ma'am. I appreciate it. Have a good day. You too. All right. There's Kate on Cox. Tri-City Thunder. She was the uh, week one uh, offensive player of the week. Uh, so we're getting ready to uh, talk to uh, Tioni Jones here in just a second. She was the week one defensive uh, player of the week for the Washington Prodigy. Uh, so they're, like I said, they're, they're rope. And uh, I don't see anybody slowing them down uh, anytime soon. So, uh, Tioni, are you there? Hey, yes, it's Tanoi, but yes, I'm here. Hey, I, I hope I'm pronouncing your name correct. Tanoi. Tanoi, okay, my bad. Hey, I'm sorry. I I hate to hate I butchered, <laughs> butchered it for you. I, I promise I won't keep doing that. Uh, oh, no, thanks okay. for being on. Thanks for right. Thanks for coming on the show tonight. I know the the game you won this award in uh, long gone. We're just sort of running behind the way we have to do the stats and vote on it and uh, that kind of stuff. But I was actually uh, at that game and watched the whole game, and uh, you did a great job. Thank you so much, and thank you for having me as well. Yeah, I, I want to get it back up talking to Caitlin there. I want to give you girls all the 
credit in the world. I mean, we're, like I said, we're fighting an uphill battle with women's football, and it seems like, you know, that I ain't going to say nobody, but for the most part, nobody wants to, you know, give credit where credit's due. And, and I'm I'm telling you, if, if people haven't watched the Washington Prodigy play, they need to because uh, they can beat most high school teams. Right, right. Yep, I agree. And people just don't realize. I, it's to me. I get I get this. Uh, I get sort of mad when I hear people talking about man. I'm gonna go. Uh, you know, down here like in our area, they go watch a an orange and white scrimmage game for University of Tennessee, and there'll be sixty some, seventy some thousand people pile in there, and you can't get six or seven hundred to come and watch a a good women's football game, and uh, it'll be just as good as watching the college game. It, it really is. It, it really is, and I think that um, I think we just need the exposure, more exposure, and I think we'll get more people watching and tuning in. Right. Well, that's you know, people, uh, people like me. I mean, I know I've got a team, and we got this league and and stuff. But I promise you, that's why I do this show every single Tuesday night. Just trying to help in any way I can to get exposure um, for you girls, and uh, that that's what it's about. You know, to to give you all the the just need that you uh, you should have for. Uh, I know you, I know how hard y'all work, and uh, you should uh, be able to get the credit for it. Yeah, this radio show definitely helps, as well as all the live streams that um, people are doing now when they come to the games. Those are definitely helpful as well. I know a lot of people who haven't been able to make it out to some of our Prodigy games, they've definitely been able to tune in and see what it's all about, and it's really made them want to be able to come out and actually be at the game. Right. Well, now, how many how many years have you been playing uh, for the Prodigy? Um, I played with the Prodigy. This is my third year. Now, have you played for anybody else besides them? Yes, I played for a team in Baltimore. Um, that was my rookie year. I played with them, and then I came down to the Prodigy, and I've been here ever since. Oh yeah, I guarantee you that's like night and day. <laughs> Playing for them versus uh, playing for the Prodigy. Well, I don't know your coach, Drake, but I've had some uh, conversation with him, and and I really like him, and I and I like the things he stands for, and uh, uh, the job he's doing, and and Kip and Jordan. Um, I've had great conversations with both of them. I mean, y'all are, really are the the class of the. USWFL, everybody else, uh, y'all are what everybody else is chasing. Yeah, um, definitely. Shout out to Coach Bell and all the other coaches um, for the Prodigy. Um, One big thing that Coach Bell always instills in us is to make sure when we go out on the field that everybody out there knows that we love each other. And that's our our goal every time we touch that field. Well, it definitely shows. I I watched the game that – Y'all played in the classic there, and and I just love the the readiness that every single person uh, you know had was ready to go in. I mean, they didn't even they didn't even have to say offense. The, the center already had the ball in her hand, her helmet was strapped on, and she goes sprinting out there and throws the ball to the ref as she goes by, and uh, 
Man, it, it really is a thing of beauty, and I'm not just saying that because I wish that I could get my thing to that level, and, uh, you know, maybe someday I can't, but uh, we're a work in progress, and, and like I say, we're all uh, striving to reach the status y'all are at. Well, thank you very much for that. Um, we definitely work very hard um, every practice, every game, um, on and off the field. Even when it's not practice, we're watching film. So we definitely work very hard to get to where we were, where we are and where we're going. Yeah, I'll tell you the, the biggest difference, and I tell my girls this all the time, and I, and I really see this from y'all's team. And I'm not just saying this because because you're on here. Um, I say it all the time to to my players and, and my coaches, and we talk about the organization and um, some of the uh, players and the, the way the coach handles things. But when when players take it as serious as the coach takes it, and see it the way he sees, sees it the way he wants them to see it. And that's what I see in y'all. You know what I mean? If I can get my players to buy in just like I'm bought in and do all the things that I do, I see y'all doing that for y'all's coach. Absolutely. Um, we all come because we, we love the game. Um, it, it's fun to do, but we love it at the end of the day. And so, Again, like I said, hard work on and off the field. You just can't come to practice. It it, it also is when during the off season. What are you doing then? What are you doing on the days that you don't have practice to improve your craft? So um, most definitely, we love this sport just as much as our coach does, and we want for this team just as much as our coach does as well. Yeah, well, it, it definitely showed. And another thing, you know, that I've seen and and to touch base on what you just said. And, and I think that y'all are way ahead of the curve and the rest of these teams is the shape that y'all are in. Not just I'm talking about I'm not I'm not throwing off on any other team out there. They might have just as much talent as y'all. It just don't show. But when I watch y'all play, I mean y'all are in shape. Y'all look like you can go two or three games. You know what I'm saying? When the rest of these teams are at the end of the game, at the end of one game, they're gassed. It looks like y'all are ready to go another two or three games. Oh yeah, we definitely play for five quarters. Um, we're we're always told it's not four quarters to a game. There's five, so always play into the fifth quarter. Um, and also, we can also thank um, our owner Tiffany Matthews for having us in shape too. She loves for us to do burpees and suicides and all that great stuff. And it definitely shows on the field when we're ready to go for the fifth quarter. Yeah, people don't realize that, you know, I get they call me a hard ass a lot of times too and, and I do this thing. I said, Hey man, I don't do it for me. I mean I I'm not I'm not the one playing. You know, and all I can say is when I when I played in high school, I was the best shape in my life, and I balled out every single game, every single day, and uh, they they just don't get it. You know what I'm saying? If they would ever really see it the way that y'all see it, it would be um, it would just be amazing to the rest of these uh, teams, and they would I think they would see so much different football than than what we're seeing now. Yeah, um, I definitely agree with that. 
it's all about the conditioning. Like, people always forget about that part. It's not always about, you know, knowing the plays, but definitely being, you know, physically fit for this game. It's it's a mental game, but it's also a physical game as well. you got to be able to stand outside. Yeah, you really do. Now, do, do you all have any players that play both sides of the ball? Yes, we have a few players, actually, that play both sides of the ball. Um. I don't play both sides of the ball, um, mainly because of um, medical reasons. However, we do have a lot of players that play both sides of the ball. You do? Yeah, I play on special teams, though. So that, I mean, I feel like I'm playing all sides of the ball. At some point, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Um well, I'm gonna read some stats here from your from the game that uh, you actually was the defensive uh, player of the week for week one. It says uh, you had uh, six tackles, two tackles for loss, three pass defended, plus an interception. You returned 52 yards for a touchdown. Um, and like I said to Caitlin, that that's most people's stats for a. Uh, for a year, and you accomplished that in one game. Yeah, um, it's funny because that game was on March 31st, and that's my grandmother's birthday. And I actually wear number 31 for her birthday. Um, I spoke to her that morning, and she just, you know, wished me good luck on my game and returning back to the football field and to Washington Prodigy. And so that game, I went out there and I did it for my grandmother. Well, you sure did her proud, I'll guarantee that. Uh, and, you know, I, I actually thought Houston had a really good quarterback. Um, I don't know how long uh, she had been with them or uh, got to play. She sort of got in a little bit of rhythm there at the end of the game and completed some passes. But when I watched them in warm-up, I was actually doing a little 30-minute segment of this show, and the girls that were up there in the booth with me, I was – Pointing to them, that their quarterback uh, looked like she was pretty good. Oh yeah, yeah, most definitely. So when y'all, uh, you know, yeah, matter of fact, y'all haven't been scored on all year. Is that correct? I'm sorry. Say that one more I said y'all haven't been scored on all year. Is that correct? That's correct. Now, now did y'all? I know. Some, and I, I don't do this as a coach now, I would love, you know, that's one of my goals. And I tell these girls, hey, I, I want to hold this team scoreless, but if it happens, you naturally got to keep playing. But now, did y'all get together and, and uh, decide at the beginning of the year that was one of y'all's goals, just to hold everybody scoreless? Um, As with any defense, we always want to play and put up donuts. Um, but uh, as I said earlier, our biggest goal when we step out on the field is to make sure everybody that's watching knows that the Washington Prodigy players love each other. Well, I'm sure they they do that. Uh, y'all play for sure, play together as one, and and you uh, um, you act as one. And and I'm telling you, I, I can't say it enough. And and I hope my girls are listening because. That's what you you have to do. That honestly, that's what you have to do as a team is, is play as one. 
you know. And like I said, there's teams that have superstars on them. Uh, I remember years ago, I'm old and you don't, but uh, you're not. But the Los Angeles Lakers used to have, they were loaded with talent. They had a guy in their starting lineup named Kurt Rambis. Most people can't even name, know who Kurt Rambis is. Well, they called him, in honest truth, they called him the trash man because all he did was rebound and get loose balls and do all the dirty work that nobody else would do. And they won, I don't know, four, four or five championships, and they had all kinds of guys more talent than him. But sometimes it, it, everybody has to know their role. And when you play as one and everybody does that, it, it's a great thing to watch like your team. Most definitely. Um, you know, when you when you play like you love each other, if the teammate makes makes a mistake, you're there to help them correct that mistake. If somebody if someone misses a tackle, you're there to finish that tackle. If the quarterback doesn't make the perfect pass, the receiver is there to make sure they grab that pass no matter what it looks like. So, um and, and it, fortunately for us it translates to wins and that no one has been able to score on us. So that that's just how much we love each other on that field. Right. Well, that's that's the way it's got to be. And and like I said, there's no if fans or buts. Uh, we're all we're all as far as organization wise. I mean, we don't have the players. We don't have the opportunity yet to have the numbers or or be at the status y'all are at. But as far as an organization and the way you carry yourself and and the way you act and and all that we're we're all definitely chasing the Washington prodigy. Yep. Thank you. So it's like that pride power poise. Yeah. So y'all are y'all have a bye week as well this week. So what's um, what's practice like for y'all uh during a bye week? Uh, practice during the bye week is definitely conditioning, um, just making sure we're ready for that fifth quarter, as I stated earlier, um, watching the film, film sessions, um, individually and in team film sessions, as well as going over our own plays and just perfecting our craft. Right. Well, we actually have a bye ourselves, and, and I know this. We're, you know, not saying that, um, you know, we're working on mistakes that we've made the past three games and uh, going to really get after fixing those. And uh, I've been, for the last, seems like, two weeks, all I've did watch them. And, um, you know, we've, we've been doing that. And, uh we're going to definitely do a lot of conditioning and, and working towards straightening up and fixing our mistakes and uh, next week uh, put in a game plan and hopefully try to win ourselves. Now, when do y'all start putting in a game plan for the next opponent? I'm pretty sure Coach Bell has already put in his game plan for the next opponent. Um, I know that he does take it one game at a time, but once one game is finished, I'm sure he goes back and views the film, see where we need to improve ourselves at, and takes that those things into his game plan for the next for the next game. And our next game is May fifth at Woodrow Wilson High School in Northwest DC. Now, where did you say May the fifth? You sort of broke up there. Um, our next game is at Woodrow Wilson High School on May fifth at seven p.m. in Washington DC. Right now, who do y'all who do y'all play the fifth? 
Um, I believe it's either going to be Houston or um, Florida, but I believe it's Houston. Okay, I don't have the schedule in front of me either. I thought you might know. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm with you. I agree. I agree. Um, you know, as far as the coach, I'm, I mean, I have an idea of, of what you know the game plan is going to be. Uh, I just didn't know, you know, having a bigger team and and you know the game I watch y'all play. You use three different quarterbacks. Um, you know, we we only have one quarterback and we have some backups if she goes down, but not not really, you know, just certain position backups like I think I've seen y'all have. So, you know, I know it's a lot different uh, the way you approach things. And, and like I said, I know your coach fairly well uh, from the conversation we had, and he does a great job, and, and he's always got y'all ready to play. Oh yeah, he's always got us ready to play. Always. Right. Well, Tanoi, I really. Do what now? We're um the confirmation is that we are playing Houston on May fifth. Okay, cool. That sounds good. Um, well, that's good. Well, I I'm, I wish you luck the uh, rest of the year and. Uh, Maybe I'll get to have you on the show again. You uh, keep making tackles and uh, intercepting the ball. I'm sure I will. And uh, I really appreciate you taking the time to come on here. And I uh, thank Jordan and uh, Tiffany for, uh, you know, allowing us to talk to you. And uh, uh, I appreciate what y'all stand for. Uh, you're a good role model for, for people that want to watch women's football and all the players that play women's football your team and, and the way your organization and coaches and the way you handle everything is top-notch, and, and I really appreciate that. Yes, thank you so much for having me, and um, shout-out to all the women football players um, out there, and definitely shout-out to my team, the Washington Prodigy. All right, Tanoi. Well, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, good luck to you all the rest of the way, and uh, uh, maybe we'll talk to you later. Thank you, and good luck to you as well. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. All right, that was Tanoi Jones uh, with the Washington Prodigy. Uh, for people that have not seen the Washington Prodigy play, uh, you need to. They're, uh, I'm not just saying this because she was on here. I've said it and said it. Uh, me and the, the coach, my coaches talk about it. Uh, some of our players talk about it. Hey, that's what we're striving for. I, I cannot tell you a lie. That's, uh, you know, that's what we're striving for. Um, I, I know there's great organizations other than them out there. I just happen to know them more than I know the other great organizations uh, that are out there. So, um, you know, they are the class of the USWFL. Anybody that don't think so, you come and watch a game and, and you will see it. Uh, they do things correctly. They they look like they're thoroughbreds, and that's the truth. And I'm I'm not exaggerating. Everybody on my team will tell you the same thing. One of my um, players today said, "Man, they they're drawn down. They 
they uh, they look skinny, you know, even their key linemen. So um, they're they're a great organization, and that you know that was some uh, great advice from the coach, and uh, you know, well spoken. And uh, every time we have one of their girls on here, they always are, are well spoken, and and uh, really appreciate playing for a great organization. And and why not? Hey, I'm with them. Uh, there's two. You know, life's too short in women's football to play for a terrible organization or play in a place that doesn't take it serious or do the things you would like to see done. So why wouldn't you want to play for the best organization that you can uh, that's close to you? I'm with her. You know, I I get it 110%. Like I said, I... I pretty much know the organization she played for and what she plays for now is like night and day. So uh, it's definitely a big thing. And I I think that's, you know, what we've seen over uh, the years of these these teams in the WFA, these big teams, you know, getting other players from different places because people, not only do they want to be good, they want to be on a team that's good. And, you know, that's what it takes. Each player rising to their uh, level, and then the next person rises to that level, and the next person, you get this what you say. You get one, you play in this team, and you win. You know, um, just like Kate, you know, said, she'd trade all the stats to have won that game. You know, I felt the same way when I played, played on a terrible team. Thought I was a good player. I'd have traded it all to play on a winning team. That's the truth. Uh, you know, just to play on a good team. Uh, so, you know, for all these good – for every team like the Washington Prodigy, there's 10 or 20 that are not. And those 10 or 20 are holding us down. You know, I told April Kraft this from the Capital City Savages. You tell one person a lie, they tell everybody. You tell ten people the truth, they tell nobody. Uh, that's that's just the way it is, and that seems to be, you know, the way in, in women's football. And and I'm I'm not supporting it. I'm I'm, I'm against it in, in every kind of way. And um, you know, I'm gonna do everything in my power to uh, get us to the uh, all to the status that we can. It's gonna take way more help than me. Uh, for sure, it's going to take a lot of hard work from a, a lot of people uh, along the way. But, uh, you know, I think I think we've got to get started on it. Um, you know, this is the first year that me and Jimpers, as a whole year, have uh, had the league here. Um, there's going to be bumps and bruises and, and things we have to learn from and, um, you know, things these teams have to learn from. But, the bottom line is this. When when you're in a league and you're no better than than any other team, those rules you sign that you sign that contract, it does not say except this team or except this team or except this team. All the teams sign the same contract. Um as a team owner, as a team representative, whatever the case may be. Man, rise up and do your part. Honor that contract. Go out of your way. I want to see somebody go out of their way to do something right rather than 
complain about something that, that may not be as right. You know what I mean? Uh, be better than the next person. Do it right. I mean, there's, we everybody could complain, uh, you know, probably about something at every game. But, man, it, it takes a lot of stuff to pull these games off. And, you know, the conditions sometimes. I mean, we went to Fayetteville two weeks ago, and people, I cannot explain to you the conditions that we played in. It rained the hardest I've seen it rain in a long, long time. And it didn't just rain while we played. It rained before we played, while we played, and then at halftime it uh, sort of quit raining and the wind was blowing before the game was over. It was icing. Um, it was terrible conditions. But it was the same for both teams. You know what? The the refs didn't do a whole lot, but they didn't do a whole lot for either team. Um, I actually thought it was one of the uh, better ref games just because they sort of let them play. And it just, I mean, if it wasn't something that just really happened right at their feet, they sort of let it go. And it wasn't for just uh, them or us. It was for both sides. You know, I sort of questioned the ref early, and he got on me, and, and I backed off, and uh, I thought they did a pretty good job because they just let them play. And, uh, you know, I like that. Hey, they didn't want to be out there in those conditions either. But, hey, we made it. You know, we, we played. We um, There was stuff we could have complained about, but, man, in those kind of conditions, we drove that far. They had the field rented. They got the rest there. We were going to play. And, you know, either way, win or lose, we were going to play. It uh, wasn't going to be uh, no um, rapping and complaining about it. We got right out there and, and uh, played. Um, so, listen, people, hold yourself accountable. Your, your team feeds off the coach and the owners and things like that. I and mean, when you when you have a bad attitude or you make excuses about everything or, man, I ain't going to do this or I ain't going to do that, then it just feeds on down the line to you players. And before you know it, you, you can't win a game. You, you can't travel to the games. You don't have enough players to play. Instead of being like uh, Tanoi said, their coach positive. Love each other. Play as one. Be a family. That's what football is, man. I'm telling you. And uh, and I think that and I honestly believe that, you know, especially in our area where I live, that these uh, semi-pro men's teams, they're a joke. I'm just going to tell you straight out, they're a joke. Um, the, the players run the show. The coaches have no say-so. Uh, the things they do and say, they've ruined it for, for teams like us that are trying our best to do things right, trying to be serious, trying to bring great venues to the area. Those teams have ruined it. There's been so many semi-pro men's teams come through there, and, and they're here and there, and they're gone. They're a joke. And that's why the organizations, they're here, they're there, and then they're a fly by night, as I call it. And they've run it for people like ourselves, for for our team. Now, I don't know about every other organization, but I do know uh, in other areas, but I know some of these organizations act just like that. They're a joke. Uh, 
the way they do things, the way they complain about things, the excuses they make, it's always somebody else's fault. Look, you want to turn it around? Own up. Be a man, be a woman, whoever you are, whatever you are, own up. You screw up, you drop the ball, say, hey, I'm the one that did it. Don't make excuses. Don't tell a bunch of lies. Cover it up. Just say, hey, couldn't get it done. I wanted to. I couldn't get it done. Be the man or be the woman. Instead of telling a bunch of lies when people know the difference and then lying to your team and everything's always somebody else's fault. Well, the owner of the league, she wouldn't give us games and she wouldn't give us the schedule and all that. Well, guess what? You've got schedules. You've got games. You've had the schedules. Um, own up to it. Take control of it. Try to build you a good organization instead of a laughing stock, you know, being a mid the butt of the joke all the time. It just it just drives me crazy that we got certain uh, of us out here doing every single thing we can to help the sport, and then we got some of these jerks out here doing everything they can to to keep it down to their level. And uh, he dropped back to this men semi-pro stuff. It just I, I'm uh, just appalled by it, and you know I just don't see why every team. I, I know not all of us can have 40 players. Not all of us can have experience with those 40 players, 15 or 16 years. Uh, I don't know how many USA teams Tiff played on. I know Jordan played on one or two. Not sure about their other teams. Not all of us can have that. But what we can have is that positive attitude. What we can have is want to work to be a great organization like the Washington Project. That's what we can have. Now, it's going to take all of us years and years to be that dumb. I get it. That That's not going to come overnight. But all the rest of it, you can start working on tonight. And, and you can start helping out women's football. And that's what I care the most about is uh, for all these uh, young girls out there, you know, that play now. Caitlin Cox, she just got 22 years old. She's a young girl. I don't know what her future holds. I don't know that she knows. She's just grad- getting ready to graduate college in a few weeks. Um, not sure, if, you know, where she's going to be going to work or what field she's going to be going in. I want to see it grow, and I want to see great things from it for people like her or for people, uh, kids like Andy's daughter, Nevaeh, you know, that want to have a great game to play in for women, not just so she'll have to go out there and, and uh, try to compete once she gets uh, of age to compete against a bunch of guys that nobody's going to give her a chance at. I want them to have something to be proud of. When my wife retires, I want her to be able to take over uh, this team and organization and, and a league and, and run it and be proud of it and her to have something, uh, you know, to look back on for years and to be able to, uh, you know, take over the reins and, and I'll sit in the recliner or whatever. That, that's what I want to do is leave it in the hands of better people. But right now, uh, we're a long ways from, from getting that done, people. And, uh, it's sad, really. I'm telling you, for every for every team we get like the Prodigy, we got ten or twenty that are just the opposites, and it's sad. Uh, it really is. I mean, make every excuse under the sun, wouldn't work with nobody to get anything done. 
Um, not even themselves. I mean, I, I don't even know why they have teams. It's just uh, they can't even tell themselves the truth, you know. And it, it just, it's just frustrating, really. Uh, and it ain't, and it's teams all across the country like that, folks. It's not just here on the East Coast or uh, down south or out west or in the Midwest or Northwest or whatever. It's everywhere. And uh, you know, we all need to. Uh, try to band together and, and uh, uh, weed those teams out some way, somehow. Uh, get these most of these players don't know any other great teams exist. I think that's the idea. They uh, keep these players beat down. They keep them lied to, and and think they can keep them from maybe going to better organizations. And uh, you know, I, I tell my girls, hey, you can better yourself all the time. You, you should go. Hey, man, it's just like a job. Somebody works for you and they can better themselves, they should go. I mean, that's what you want to do in life is, is get better. Um, so, that, to me, that's where we're at uh, with this stuff. And like I say it, it really drives me crazy. And once I get the, uh, all the stuff I've heard this last week and the last three weeks, actually, uh, four weeks, uh, that's happened and all the excuses I've heard and the non-communication and, and uh, you know, the pointing the finger. And then you get players on there like tonight and you hear the things that their coaches are saying. And, I, I, I've, I've talked to their coach uh, probably for an hour or so uh, last year. And, uh, you know, the value of the things that he said, um, you know, you can just hear it in his voice. He meant it. And, and I, I, it's just one of them kind of, he said it. I knew it. I knew he meant it. I knew his players knew he meant it. Um, you know, and that, that's a, that's a great thing. And I, I wish that, uh, when all the teams would be like that, if all the teams would work to be that way, we'd see a lot of, uh, even parity along these teams, and, you know, really. And that, that that's what, you know, it should be. It shouldn't just um, – it shouldn't have to be that you have to have 40 players to to be that status. I'm not saying you can be that good to have the, the pride and, and the care, you know, like, like she said, that you want to be – uh, you want to represent the family. You want to represent the prodigy. You don't have to have 40 players to do that. You know, you don't have to have 60 players to do that. You can be a you can be a Division three team and, and still be still be that status. Now you, you probably going to struggle to be that good, but hey, not everybody can be that good. You know, the prodigy doesn't have 60 or 70. There's teams out there that have 60 or 70. So. That doesn't mean that there are the other teams better than them. They don't, you know, they might be as far as uh, uh, on the field, but as far as an organization, that means nothing. And I don't know that they're even any better on the field. But, you know, I'm talking about these organizations doing doing things to uh, uh, make things right and doing things the right way and, and uh, owning up to when you screw up, own up to it. Don't point the finger. Take the blame. You're, you're the one to blame. You know, uh, everybody got the schedule at the same time. 
everybody knew who they were playing the same day. Um, don't make excuses. Show up, play when you're supposed to play. Um, everybody's going to, um, you know, get to play those games. We'll see where the chips fall at the end and uh, see what happens. But you got to first own up to it. you got to tell you, you know, yourself the truth. You can't keep lying to yourself and your players about things. Uh, be serious about it, people. That's all I can say is uh, is be serious about it. So, you know, and that, I mean, I've never got to see, oh, I have on the live stream, but I haven't got to see live um, the Utah Falcons play, and I'd like to uh, go out there and watch a game, you know, to see what it's like to play, for these girls to play in front of that crowd, see the energy that these uh, these fans can give these girls, it would be it would be awesome, you know. They're they're uh, you know, as far as I know, they're the team of the crop and the uh, IWFL. Um, I don't know if any of these new teams are are going to get the chance or or will knock them off or what, but uh, they're for sure a really uh, good team and. Uh, I, I like it, you know, and I, like I said, as far as I'm concerned, that's, you know, that's the prodigy here. Uh, they got great coaches out there as, as well as they do here. And I'm sure people, if you're out there listening from another team or organization, you're probably going, well, he don't recognize me. Well, I'm just saying these because I know of them. I don't, uh, you know, it's like the Dallas lead. I've had them on here, uh, their coach, co-owner on here a time or two. And uh, I, I I like everything he says. You know, I like the I like the the way he goes at it. He's a straight shooter. I like it. Uh, you know, under no circumstances. Hey, we lost players. We're not making excuses for it. We're uh, we're rebuilding this team. We want to get back to the top. Hey, I love it. You know, we'll see what happens. Uh, we'll see this weekend. They play. They're coming to Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, that be the Dallas lead. Come to Atlanta, Georgia to play the Atlanta Phoenix. Um, I think the Phoenix are one and one. They uh, uh, won a won the first game in a controversial call, and I think the Alabama Fire, which now is a Division Three team, beat them in overtime the other day. So I believe they're one and one. So um, their backs against the wall. Um, you know the Dallas lead. I don't think they've got as many players as they've had over the years, but uh, they seem to be hard work and determination, and uh, they blew out somebody in their first game, and I figure it's going to be a brawl, so be a good game. I wish that could go. I wanted to, but I just ain't going to get to. I'm going to go watch some teams in the USWFL play. Um, but uh, it has nothing to do with them being in the WFA or IWFL. I don't care what league you're in. I just like football in general and uh, women's football. I like the I like the effort and uh, the things that most of these girls give because they've never had the opportunity to do that. That's why I'm a, one of the biggest reasons that I'm a supporter uh, so much of women's football is is for what for what it stands for uh, in general, you know, uh, I know what it means to play, you know,
everybody there watching and all that. And I want to get these girls to that level. I don't know that I ever get it done, but that's that's what I want to do. I want them to experience uh, what I experience. And I know for sure our girls haven't experienced. Uh, maybe they will at another uh, game somewhere. So uh, I'm looking forward to going to a game this weekend, like I say, with no uh, nothing to do but just watch and uh, I'll probably sit on one side for half the game and go sit on the other side for the other half the game. But I have nothing involved in it whatsoever. And, uh, you know, I just want to see a good game and, and uh, see the teams represent the league well and represent themselves well. So uh, that's, about, uh, that's about it for me. Uh, I do want to thank JC Hawk Sports Network. She's a she's a big supporter of Tom General. Uh, she actually told me tonight that she passed up an opportunity to go watch a live game to uh, watch ours on live stream, and I really appreciate that. She's in Sacramento, California, and uh, can't possibly get here, but you know to support our team and support our league and stuff like that. I, I really appreciate it, and uh, you know I can't I can't say enough that you know it's people like that. We need more people in uh, the sport out there that wants to um, just you know get the satisfaction of uh, being part of it and uh, staying in uh, in on it. Can't she can't play anymore? Got bad knees, and just the way for her to be a part of it. And, uh, she puts in I'm sure a lot of work. I, I'm not a computer savvy person, so I'm not sure what all it takes, but I'm sure it's a lot. And uh, just for saying her gratification, that's a lot of work when you work a full-time job as she does. So, you know, we we need more people like yourself out there. And uh, they seem to be hard to find forever. You know, one person like you, again, like you, you find 30 or 40, it wouldn't give you the time of day. So uh, it's about like talking about these good teams and organizations. So um, we we really do appreciate it. I do. And I can't say enough. And shoot, just putting up me in general is probably enough to give somebody an award for the boot. But, uh, you know, we need people like that. We need people like uh, that in the sport to, to help us along the way. So um, next week we're going to have um, Mindy Jenkins. She was the defensive player of the week this week in week two. Uh, Sam Kisner is her Kinzer or Kisner. I'm not sure. I'll, I'll find out sure uh, how to pronounce her name. Was the offensive player of the week for week two. Uh, I'm going to have them on the show next week. She's from the North Florida Pumas, and uh, Mindy's from the Tri-Cities Thunder. I, I know Mindy's stats. She had like uh, seven tackles and had five tackles for loss, had two forced fumbles, a, a pass batted down, and uh, uh, I'm not sure what all. I think we even went in and played an offensive player, too, when we might have scored a touchdown. Um, so uh, she definitely balled out in week two. And uh, I think Sam uh, Kinzer, Kisner, I will find out. I'm sorry if I'm butchering your name. I think she balled out against the Carolina Queens. So next week I will have them two uh, ladies on the show. Uh, 
there. Uh, great performances, and uh, we'll have some more women's football to talk about. So uh, appreciate everybody listening. Uh, till next Tuesday, we'll see you then.